today on our Twitter spaces, we have a very cool project. It's uh, a group of NFTs uh, that consist of mad Martians. There's a metaverse that's uh, also incorporated where you can control the NFTs. Um, name of the project is Moonrocks Metaverse. So welcome to our spaces, guys. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into NFTs and what made you decide to make a Martian metaverse? Definitely. Uh, thanks for having us here. My name is Ahmed. Um, I'm the concept creator of this project, and I'm working closely along with Luis and 361VR, as well as a few other team members, um, to turn Moonrock's metaverse into, into a reality. Um, so my background is this is like mm, my first project. Um, initially, I was in college and uh, I was working on cybersecurity then I found uh, the world of the metaverse to be quite um, it piqued my interest to say the least um, so I dropped everything I did once I kind of found out who Luis was and the bigger vision with the huge mission we have to accomplish here so yeah I pretty much just commit my full life to <laughs> making this project a success um, that's just a bit about me. Luis, if you'd like to introduce yourself. Uh, sure. Thanks to everybody for being here. I personally really um, appreciate it. Apparently I can't speak English very well right now because, um, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, thank you guys for showing up. Uh, I'm here, part of the team of Moonrocks. My background is uh, film and television for about 23 years. Uh, traditional film, traditional television stuff like uh, Transformers, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, TV shows like American Idol, America's Got Talent. I've done uh, several hundred music videos, and my background in the Hollywood space has given me ambition to be in the NFT space. Being in Hollywood, I was around a lot of visual effects artists that early turned me to the mining of cryptocurrencies due to the fact that we were using uh, NVIDIA graphics cards. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, using graphics cards for mining back in the early aughts or tens or whatever, it gave me a sneak preview to where Bitcoin and the white paper was going. I was able to understand a little bit about blockchain, um, wrote an ICO early enough to realize it was a security, so that was a dangerous move. The ICO's intent was to have intellectual property in Hollywood use a cryptocurrency to fund feature films. That didn't work out due to the security problem. However, meeting Ahmed and his team <clears throat> and being uh, promoting NFT projects, uh, I have a film company where we did a documentary on a project called uh, Crypto Venetians and being around a bunch of NFT uh, uh, advertising agencies and things like that. I thought it was a perfect fit due to my virtual reality background. In VR, I developed a lot of the stuff for the Dallas Cowboys automotive companies like BMW, Mini Cooper, and we did some experiments with NASA and things like that. Learning virtual reality and developing early with the headsets and the acquisition systems of cameras, high resolution. I was at Red Digital Studios teaching for maybe 10 years. We were able to optimize the, the Red camera system, uh, which was called a Dragon at the time in 6K, to build a 14 camera rig to shoot virtual reality at a very high resolution. That experience and that knowledge 
with the moon rocks made it an easy port over for me to understand possibly where we're going with the metaverse. Um, I'm very ambitious about the project and I'm happy to answer questions. Thanks. So how large is the collection that you guys are uh, releasing with the Martians? Yo, that's so, Luis, that's a tough one. Do we, we can't I'll, think about the moon rocks themselves. I got it. I got this one. So the Marsh, the Mad Martians are 8,888 characters. Um, the reality is there are so many smart people in the Twitter space. After speaking with you guys, the ideas are so incredibly powerful. We cannot not take their advice and go forward. So we are expanding our universe and we have a lot of, let's just say a lot of wonderful ideas from people that we're getting to meet to really make the project even more valuable. So when it comes to the moon rocks themselves, they have taken a new life of themselves literally in the last 12 hours where we're so excited. We're not going to make announcements here because the truth is these guys' ideas are so powerful. We're going to have another meeting with them in the next 24 hours to really flesh out how powerful the moon rocks become. Uh, what I can promise you is it's an expanding value in the entire space for everybody. And we're so blown away by it. We're just like, this is crazy. This is just getting better. So right now we're looking forward to 8,888 Martians and rocks, but the rocks have a unique uh, attribute that expands beyond that. Uh, that's all I can say for now. I was looking pretty deep into the project um, as far as like how the metaverse works how you guys are going to have mini games incorporated into it. Uh, can you discuss some of the mini games that you guys have in store for us? Slightly early to really dig into the game development. And I'm going to be honest with you, the game development side of things, I am right now in conversations with the game company and our decisions on who we, who we have lead the video game development of it. I'm going to leave experts to do the expert uh, development of the game side. We look for my side is television, cinema, and things that I'm going to introduce as far as that side, and 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 really a lot of the structure of the team. Uh, my background being Hollywood studio stuff, we're going to be implemented in that kind of space. When it comes to the game engine development of the video game stuff, I don't want to make comments and and we had to do a different company because we had a bigger opportunity as the. As the project grows, our opportunities grows. As the opportunities grow, we may pivot to a bigger, better company. Um, I'm sorry I don't have the, the answer you're looking for. I just look forward to making the right decisions as the project continues to flesh out the game development side of things. Right. So um, Luis is 100% correct. There's so much evolving. It's not even just change. It's evolving because it's like every day with this project, we just level up and get a little better and some more crazy news comes in that just completely blows my mind. Um, but just like a, just a tiny bit about the game so you can have an idea. Um, we're... <laughs> Honestly, actually, I'd rather just not speak about it. But yeah, you guys will just have to tune in. Sorry for hyping it up. But um, yeah, just stay stay, stay close with our announcements. We're going to have so much coming out um, in the next few days. But this is ultimately what we what our vision is for Moonrocks Metaverse is a place where 
people can come, we can unite um, communities around the world to grow an even bigger community ultimately. And um, for people just to interact with each other, have fun, not have, uh, not let COVID be like a downer. So um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much just a bit about it. Metaverse is a really unique thing because you could actually be somebody that you're not. I mean, I guess you could do that online, but you could really step into a character and, um, you know, you, you, people that might have anxiety disorders and don't like going out in public, they could actually kind of live their life a little bit less anxious through the metaverse. So I, I always think it's pretty cool uh, when metaverse projects do start up because it gives people options that they don't necessarily have in real life or have fears of. So I think that's really cool how you guys are doing this. Um, can you talk about the metaverse and if it's going to be 100% uh, virtual reality uh, compatible or if it's going to be something like I could get on my phone and uh, navigate through it or I could just go on my laptop and navigate through it or do I need something like an Oculus? I love this question so much. Um, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I... I, I was an original dev uh, person ripping apart some of the early headsets that were available years ago in the VR space of a headset. So I'm well aware of its limitations, and I'm also well aware of some of the technology that's going to deploy over the next 10 years. Being in the space so early, these are still people that I'm friends with. Um, the headsets of today are not going to be the headsets we experience in the future. So I in, I am happy to team up with companies like one called Teleport. Teleport has a very, very unique aspect of how they're going to be in the metaverse. And what's very special about them is it's straight up on your cell phone today. Um, you will have various avenues to experience the metaverse. Like you can get on the internet through your cell phone, through your iPad, through your laptop, or your computer with 10 screens, you still have access to the internet in various different experiences or limitations of what your device that you're using. I am confident that we're going to have the same um, options to the metaverse with our various different devices. Where things get really rad is converting a phone to a structure that teleports to you in a very simplified way where it's kind of fun to walk through universes with your phone out in front of you using augmented reality technology. Um, for people that are not familiar with that, in the future, you should be able to use your phone to walk around in 3D space, even though you're walking around maybe in your backyard. The phone's ability to track and motion track, you will be walking around in the metaverse. Or you could sit at your computer chair and just move with your fingers forward, back, left, and right. These kind of abilities are so eye-opening to many people, they start building apps on top of that. Um, in the future, we will also have sunglass lightweight systems, and the computer or the processor will be off of a dock, maybe your phone or something else on your hip. I'm very close with a developer by the name of Ed Mason, who launched a project called Frogland, and his project did so well, he ended up um, becoming, an, I think he's like the CEO or helping be in charge of 
only one force, which was almost a $200 million uh, market cap at this point in NFTs. And I've been, I've been friends with him for over eight years in VR development. And what he showed me, what I got to experience was he, he made a deal with, I think, NVIDIA to make a very small hand-sized computer in the, way, in, the, in, in the palm of your hand that'll do the heavy lifting of the processing power necessary for exploring high polygon count in the metaverse. And you'll use your headset, which will be lightweight. The computer will be in your hand, and you'll get to explore those worlds. Due to the fact that he has a working... I'm sorry, I didn't see it working. He has a physical prototype that I've seen. I've seen him working with one called Game Face Labs. I got to use that. You could look that up and Google it. Game Face Labs. His VR headset was wireless and working back in 2015. So I feel these kind of people are going to come forward with the technology that we're all going to benefit from and have different ways of experiencing the metaverses we're going to be working in. So part, part of my ignorance as far as uh, how, how this works, because I'm, I'm not really too well versed in uh, VR, but from what you're saying uh, with the phone capabilities and being able to walk in, in the real world and stuff, that would be similar technology to like Pokemon Go? It, it almost, almost, almost. Um, and, and yes, you have that, that intertwined thing. <clears throat> For the very beginning of what I got to see with what you're talking about, the Pokemon Go, imagine the Pokemon Go, just like you had it, but instead of it being a Pokemon, it is a Moonrock character walking around on the floor. And as the developers, us, what we develop with it and how you experience it. Here's where things get really cool, though. Pokemon Go took advantage of your surroundings. Oh, man, I ended up on the beach. Well, what if on the beach there's a door like the movie uh, Doctor Strange from, from Marvel where he waves his hand in front of his face and he opens up a porthole and he can walk through that porthole and teleport to another universe? Today, that technology exists and it works, and the beta works with Teleport, the company. It was so impressive. Um, I begged them to let me team up with them, and they said, let's do this. We're just trying to figure out how it's going to work and what assets they need for us to give to them. So once we sell out of our mint, we will know exactly all the assets, how many characters we've, we've generated, and we're going to start working with Teleport to give people access to be able to use your avatar in their space as one example of how you can use it in different various metaverses. Right. And teleport is kind of just like a sneak peek of our metaverse because ultimately what we're looking to build is um, a lot bigger than that. Like when we speak metaverse, like you said, it's a, it's a pretty broad term. Um, but with one of the, with one of the team members, um, and hopefully they're able to acquire this company, that would uh, pretty much give us availability to some of the craziest game engines. We're talking about like <laughs> millions of dollars goes into this coding. Like I don't even want to say numbers, but essentially what we're looking to do is build a Moonrocks metaverse where teleport is kind of going to give like the accessibility aspect to everyone so people who don't necessarily own an oculus rift can still kind of be a part of the metaverse but rather another part that we're trying to do is 
implement integration. So we're looking to push Moonrocks to be usable as that superpower drug that other characters in a completely different metaverse might be able to use. And on top of that, also we're allowing a platform for other NFTs to come and build and bring their projects as well as their communities um, together to build on our metaverse. And essentially, it would um, it, it would just be pretty cool to see that, um, like a bunch of communities coming together rather than it being just like, you know, some Twitter beef or something along. Instead, you could actually meet these people in the metaverse and have discussions with them. And being able to really grow the communities is what NFTs should be about. It shouldn't be about who's the best community. It should be more about us um, kind of like coming together as one just to do good um, or even just to have fun and just chill with each other, get to know each other more. But really, it's that accessibility and that bringing everyone together that that's uh, what makes Moonrock so special. So when is your minting going to start? At this time, we're looking at around the um, a few days prior to Christmas. Um, we are making the proper adjustments with our developers to provide all the assets so we can have everything starting to be in place. But we want to be before the Christmas mark uh, to be able to do some cool things with basically surrounded around Christmas and gifting people. You guys are minting on Solana, correct? That's yeah. Correct. So, so let me just be really um, upfront with you. So, initially, what happened is we were going to have the Mad Martians be the initial drop um, for Moonrocks. The only problem is we feel like we're kind of limiting our niche um, by having like everyone have to purchase a Mad Martian. So, what we are also looking to do is include the possibility of purchasing a Moonrock. But as of right now, our mint is set to Sunday for our pre-sale. Our whitelist is currently open right now. We have 888 spots available for Mint. Those are exclusively for the VIP Martians. Um, but Luis was correct in saying uh, before Christmas time, because if we are able to add these Moon Rocks um, to our Mint, we, we might be having a, two Mints going on at the same time, which I'm sure will allow people who can't necessarily afford to buy a Mad Martian or they're just looking to get into the space um, or maybe they don't care for a Mad Martian. Maybe they're more excited about the Moon Rocks. Um, this would just give an opportunity for us to pretty much include everyone. So yeah, just keep, make sure um, if you guys like what you're hearing uh, to follow us on Twitter. Um, you can join our Discord, check out our website, and that'll just be the best way for you to keep up with our announcements. What made you guys decide to use Solana as opposed to other blockchains? Solana is absolutely incredible. Um, it's the scalability, like how you can begin your project on Solana, implement some sort of play to earn game, change the coding up, and you could end up on Polkadot or Kusama and everything still works smoothly. It's fast, it's efficient, it's cheap. There's no bullshit gas fees where you're having to pay $200 just for a transaction. I mean, that prevents so many people from even completing their transaction just because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it's, it's really just some BS and it's not fair. So by keeping our project on Solana, we're, we're making it affordable for pretty much everyone. And also this is, this is just, I mean, of course, crypto is based on, um, what's the word? Kind of like, you're, I can't get the word off the top of my head, but essentially this is 
this is about to blow in my honest opinion, just because of I'm seeing what the network provides and the possibilities are pretty much endless. So yeah, that's why we chose Solana. What does somebody have to do to include it on your I'm sorry, Luis. I just wanted to, to let everybody know there's a lot of flexibility in the code capabilities of Rust which is uh, how you write Solana. And it's that flexibility for the gaming aspect of it. And it allows us to be able to introduce a much wider audience who don't understand gas fees. There's a hurdle and challenge of trying to teach our friends or family like gas fees are good, but it really is a deterrent. And it's a very, it's a very ugly experience and people just don't want to onboard due to those kind of limitations. I mean, it's for some people, two to $600 for gas fees, they're out. They're out of the project. They're out completely. But it's dismissive to the growth of the community, of NFT space, of just inclusion. So I'm happy that the Moonrocks chose Solana because it allows us to make a lot of the opportunities really, really affordable so they can at least partake and if we do a great job, if the community grows and they come in at a very reasonably low entry point, and if they get successful enough to to flip it on a secondary market at a good value, I mean it's a win win across the board. So don't be um don't be discouraged by Solana's platform or what they're offering. It just has a lot of additional capabilities that today Ethereum it just can't do. Now I understand Ethereum's gonna improve and um, become, you know, another available Ethereum coming down the line. And I buy a lot of NFTs on, on, on Ethereum. But no mistake about it, it got a lot of people that won't enter it because of its limitations and the gas fees and what's going on. I look forward to the masses. You know, I want to have thousands, several tens of thousands of people involved with the Moon Rocks as opposed to a, a limitation for whatever Ethereum does. Exactly, exactly. And um, just one last point about Solana. <clears throat> it's pretty much untapped. I mean, you look at the top blue chip projects and you see what they have, the type of quality they bring. Um, not not to shit on anyone or downplay them. They're, of course, all great successful projects. But it's, it's mainly just uh, some sort of like generative uh, art mashups with a lot of projects lacking some real use case and utility. And so we figured... You know what? If it's if the space is really as untapped and fresh as it is, I'm sure we can come in here and absolutely dominate with what we're bringing through with the metaverse. So essentially, our moon mission is to become blue chip. Um, now, whether we're able to accomplish that or not, we'll see within the next coming months. But that is our true goal. Like we're committed 24/7 to just making this absolutely the best project. And I feel like with the team that we've been building with Luis, I mean, with crazy backgrounds like from Hollywood, from virtual reality, metaverse development, from even metaverse token creators of like well-known projects, and to put the cherry on top with teleport, like the like the possibilities are truly endless with this project. And so um, by being able to tie it all together, what we've been really doing was just kind of laying low in the background, you know, all these other projects, they're, they're kind of rushing to just to grow their discord group. And instead what we're doing is we're really just trying to build a solid team that has the, the capabilities and the abilities to possibly take over the metaverse. So yeah, that's just a bit about what we're building here in the background. Very cool. So um, 
what what does somebody have to do to get included on your whitelist? So currently our whitelist is um, pretty open because we didn't spend as much time um, growing our community as other people would. So we've, we've kind of done that on purpose. We have bigger things to worry about than um, our, our, you know, our mint just selling out in a day or two because taking on the task of a metaverse is actually something big. And when you're actually doing it, you're not just speaking about it as like a way to try and bring people in. It takes some serious commitment and dedication. And so what we've done is we've left an opportunity um, just for pretty much all early um, people interested in our projects. We've pretty much given them all the opportunity to become a VIP Mad Martian. And so all you have to do is because you're so early and you're getting blessed with this beautiful opportunity, all you have to do is go to our Discord um click on the announcements section you'll see an announcement for how to whitelist and all you have to simply do is just react to that role now what's going to end up happening is most likely tomorrow we're going to go and get all the people who reacted to that role um sorry to that message we're going to give them a role put them inside of a group chat called whitelist and then from there we'll be able to um give everyone the document to fill out that officially enrolls them in the whitelist so for right now all you have to do is just go to our announcement section and react to um, the whitelist announcement. What type of benefits do like OG holders receive from uh, picking up one of your NFTs? I'm sorry. I want to. I want to. I want to answer the question properly. Can you repeat it one more time, please? Sure. Uh, what type of benefits would an OG holder get for picking up one of your NFTs? So I, I love this question because it's very important to me. Uh, what I learned from Red Digital Camera Systems, and I'm going to use what we learned from there in this space. For everybody that originally bought a Red Digital Camera, and I know this is a silly story, but it matters to me a lot. For all the thousand people that bought the original camera and that put money down originally, for the entire existence of Red Digital Cinema, those people had early information early access, a relationship with Red, and really a first-name basis to this day, uh, knowing who the holders were of the original cameras. And they always benefited in different various ways, not necessarily discounts, but they were included in the community with building better products in the future. I look forward to the original holders of these rocks to really become a first-name basis. And I really want to hear feedback from the community of how we're going to explore and, and grow the space. You guys will have filmmakers, visual effects filmmakers, game developers, and us who want to build a space that you guys really want to be a part of and enjoy. Um, and our communication is going to be something we, we really take pride in. And I can really only take it with the first people come, first people serve. That's just one aspect. Of course, there will be opportunities to save money. Uh, we have different structures and tiers we're looking at right now um, for the first buyers. Um, I think I can share the first 144 will save the most money. Then the second 444 will save a certain amount of money. And then there will be a certain different tier system over the entire mint. Once the mint is done, the OGs of the 888 for the next drop, for the next future projects, this is not our last one. It may be our first, but it's definitely not our last. As we start to grow the community and grow its capabilities and onboard more people, um, my background in Hollywood is 
multiple movies back to back. And we always find ways to incentivize those people that are part of the first projects. I hope that answers some of the questions. Yeah, we, uh, if you don't mind uh, myself adding to some of those um, details. So, yeah, Luis was saying the first 444 buys from our whitelist. We're actually doing something a bit different here. It's kind of like a flash sale. So the first 444 mints from our whitelist will get a special flash sale price at 0.777 Solana per VIP Martian Mint. And the last 444 minted will be at 0.888. Um, it'll be like on a first come first serve basis, but some of the, um, some of the awards, well, let me make one thing clear. So there's a difference between a VIP and an OG, uh, an OG is kind of just like a hand curated. There's going to be a few hand selected people that, you know, uh, the creators of the project or certain team members, you know, they might have a certain liking towards them, whether that's you're shilling really hard for the community, if you're just a cool person, or if we feel like you have some value you can bring to our team, um, or even just to the Discord group, like helping to run it. Um, that's how you get an OG role. And OGs, there's a bit of surprises that go down the um, down the line. But if you're an OG, you're pretty much friends with the team. You're, you're cool, and um, you're going to get some perks. But as far as the VIP Martians go, those are the early buyers um, and early mentors on our whitelist we have um a few uh sorry a few perks so there's going to be one perk that we're really pushing to work is um getting reserved personal land and a martian home in the moon rocks metaverse um admission to exclusive member events so if we do decide to have a yacht party or if it's just a listening party or even just a cool a cool night out with the whole community we rent out a nightclub um, these are the type of cool things like we actually want to do for our community. And we see it's pretty feasible. It's not like the most expensive thing. Um, and it's just a cool way to give back. So you would have admission to these events. When we do release um, Moonrocks merchandise, we'll be giving out some free to our VIPs. And also, as a VIP, you get an exclusive Moonrock. So all the different Moonrocks have uh, certain superpowers. We've already created a key for it. It's just a matter of this... Um, <laughs> this simultaneous drop that we're also trying to integrate so um the but what what is for sure is that vips will get the special moon rock it's kind of like a rainbow and it's pretty much like if you guys have ever played video games it's like a op character pretty pretty much you would get that by being vip um and then there would be like some additional airdrops but also the last uh probably the most fire perk is when we do get into the breeding and the staking that's on our roadmap and with our characters for breeding. If you want to breed a VIP Martian, you need to have at least two VIP Martians. Like you can't breed a VIP Martian with just a regular Martian. So being able to have one of the VIPs with all of these perks, I mean, I'm sure eventually, uh, obviously I can't, obviously it's like do your own research and I can't tell you guys, this is financial advice or anything like that, but hopefully, um, just by these being more rare, it'd be able to allow us, um, to hopefully see some floor price on that. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for the VIP and the OG roles. So going back to the breeding portion, um, when you breed two NFTs together to make a baby or however you're going to call it. Uh, does the baby, do you have to pay for a third mint or is this going to be something that's like a free airdrop? 
No, so it wouldn't. Okay, so we're going to include the Martian babies later on. But as far as the um, the breeding, it would be a way for you to interchange quality traits um, between your VIP, uh, between your NFTs, excuse me. And it would essentially allow you to like customize it. But we will be introducing Martian babies later. And we also are going to have some surprise airdrops, um, such as just certain accessories you can use in the metaverse. Um, and yeah. Okay. Um, are you guys building your metaverse from scratch or are you going to use a template like Hell uh, no. Okay. Uh, excuse my language, but. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay. So <clears throat> right now, uh, with my partners right now, we are we are in deep talks of acquiring uh, a company right now, and we are not sure if we're going to use their platform or go with something else. Um, we're we're trying to weigh the differences in the value of long term, whether we go Unity or or something else. Each platform has its benefits and its disadvantages, based on the size of our community, what we start to reach. It's going to give us a better understanding of what platform we're going to go with. Today, we don't have the answer. We have options, but we haven't committed to anybody because different platforms provide different support. Some of them are more expensive than others, and they don't give you the kind of access to customer support. So we want to be very intelligent in our decisions, and that's not going to be done until probably after our mint. Okay, so with the metaverse, um... Is it going to be strictly on Solana or is there going to be some way to do like a cross-chain um, metaverse where you can interact with people on ETH or Polygon or something of that sort? Um, due to the fact that I'm watching various projects decide to join partnerships in different ways to share um, some of the costs that it takes to build a very, very valuable metaverse, which can get into the millions of dollars due to the fact that video game development can take millions and millions of dollars at a quality end. I feel confident we're going to be accepting and want to partner with other NFT projects where we can find a common base. And I'm pretty confident that we will share um, teams, devs, and things of that nature. I really want to be agnostic and able to pivot and just go to the best possible platform that gives us longevity. We don't know if Ethereum will be the winner 10 years, 20 years from now, or Polygon. I want to be able to pivot to a longer-lasting capability. That's my personal belief. Okay, can you talk about the buybacks that you guys are going to be doing and also your flamethrower? Yeah, so um, the the buyback is is uh, included in the flamethrower essentially what the flamethrower is is a buyback and burn mechanism <clears throat> so we want to leave it up to the community to help us to establish exactly at what points they feel would be the best to do it because we of course um what we'll be doing is we'll we'll have a certain percentage go from the royalties um as well as a certain budget that we put to the side that could be generated from if we do decide to have a play to earn game, I mean, there's like millions of different avenues with this, but essentially what we'd be doing with the buyback and burn is literally um, burning Martians alive. Uh, and it would be, it would be kind of like a way to push people away from paper handing and just try to diamond hand because uh, there will be like more than likely a limited supply in the near future um, after we mint out just based on some of the burn. 
but that's kind of a way where it's it's just going to be a bit tricky because we have to find a balance to the point where people can still flip it and we can still have new people come into the community without making it like we're burning everything you know so we're really going to leave that up to the community. We'll have like a vote on if they want to do certain percentage benchmarks. But essentially what we're doing is just buying back and burning NFTs. So there will only ever be 8,888 Mad Martians in existence until the flamethrower comes out. Uh, in your metaverse, are people going to be able to interact with each other um, text-based? Or are you going to have some sort of uh, voice voice communication protocol that you guys could talk with people on headsets and stuff like that honestly it just it just would depend on the game engine that we decide to move forward with um like i said there's endless possibilities so we pretty much the people that we're trying to bring onto our team they're trying to acquire this company that would essentially give them a metaverse builder so it's either we go the route with them or through another company, but um, that would that would kind of essentially just bring more. Um, the, sorry, I, I completely froze up. But that's really just depending on um, whichever company we decide to go with. All right, cool. Um, how does somebody? determine the rarity of their nft is there going to be some sort of tool that you guys have on your discord or uh, how are you going about that yeah so we'll be we've spoken with our devs um we're going to be building a dap where you're going to be able to view the different rarities i believe we have about seven different um levels it's going to be some some are uh limited to a bit less than seven just because of the attributes and how we wanted them to come across as the generator but we'll have a dap kind of going from uncommon all the way up until mythical status okay you're also going to be incorporating uh some sort of wagering system right in, into your metaverse i guess you could yeah but, so honestly we have we have to make sure that we do this properly. Like with everything that we've been doing, Luis has been stressing, we have to make sure we're doing this properly so that we don't get into any legal troubles. And so what we would ideally like to have is a way for people to wager their moon rocks against each other. And um, the moon rock is pretty much like your life support as well as your superpowers. So if you lose a moon rock, you don't die, but you lose your super abilities and um, you'd either have to win one or get one through an airdrop or purchase another one. Um, but yeah, so we're looking to include the wagering aspect. We're formulating and devising a way, kind of like finalizing it to make sure that we just don't get in any legal trouble. Yeah, that's super important. <laughs> you you don't, yeah. want to, don't want to do something like that. Right. It could end up screwing up the whole company for anyone who doesn't know. Um, just having like a security and stuff if we're not, if we're not, uh, like allowed to do that, um, in the U.S., we would we could get sued for everything and that would be the end of moon rocks which <laughs> wouldn't be the best thing to happen to us to say the least if anybody has any question for the guys uh shout it out if you're in a speaker box or just raise your hands and i'll bring it up here um i have a few more for you guys uh before we wrap up but if anybody wants to come up and do a shout out or talk to them or whatever you'd like to do feel free i'd like to just say thanks for your guys' time and sharing with us much appreciated Definitely. Thank you guys so much for having us here and giving us the opportunity to come speak with y'all. So going on your roadmap, um, 
there were a few other things that I saw that kind of piqued my interest. Now, can you tell me about the holograms that you guys are going to be having? Yeah. <laughs> Luis, do you want to take that? Okay. One of our partners um, has built a hologram system uh, that he has on his table. And it was so impressive. It was so cool um, what he's working on. And he's working on it, so we don't have a working system at this time. But he looks forward to being able to provide the ability of your NFT to be the hologram interface as you speak to Alexa or Siri. And your hologram will speak back to you through Alexa or Siri. Um, it's very early discussions, but I understand what he's doing. And with a little luck and a little bit of uh, R&D, I think we totally pull this off. So it gave me so much hope either way. The hologram technology that we have available today starts to introduce some cool things. And we're going to start to work on seeing what other hologram technology can we implement to providing for our fan base or our community so they can see their avatars in hologram kind of looks. Um, that's something we have everywhere conversating in the background. It's pretty interesting. I was going to ask you if it was going to be something that's uh, like Alexa or Siri based, but there you go. immediately. So that's awesome. I think that's that's really unique. I think that's the first project I heard of doing something like that. So, um, I, really, I'm, really cool. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. So, for me, the team, the team that we're building, the team that we're we're surrounding ourselves with, is so imperatively important for us to get something really rad in the metaverse that we all can enjoy, and that's why one by one we will start to announce people who sign on board who they are, what their backgrounds are, and what they do. My background is the Dallas Cowboys for over a decade. I did Floyd Mayweather Jr.'s documentary, um, you know, maybe 50 feature films, several hundred music videos. I mean, my, my, my clients are, you know, people around the world and, and very high-level access to these, to these technologies and corporations and companies where I feel confident. I'm going to go back to them and say, here's what we're doing now in the NFT space. Would you like to work with us and allow us to use your IP in our metaverse? Um, I bet everything. Some of them are going to say yes. So as time goes on, as our successes happen, as we have a community of over 10,000 people, they're going to be like, you guys have a community already? Hell yeah. Why don't Snoop, why don't you come in and let me have something of yours in this metaverse space? Maybe he says, maybe he doesn't know. But I don't have only Snoop in my Rolodex. I'll be able to approach hundreds of athletes and uh, hundreds of musicians. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Definitely. So are you going to be also selling plots of land in your metaverse where people could, people could build houses or let's say somebody wants to build like a concert arena and you could have uh, musicians come in there and do NFT concerts? I, 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 I don't want to say yes right now only because I think it's bigger than that. Um, the plots of land that's on that's on our list, but let me put it to you in a different way. Uh, you're gonna enjoy being able to transport with vehicles and intergalactic transportation. So I'll leave it at that. Maybe you don't just want land. What if you want something else that is land and it floats? I'll just leave it at that. Okay, that's pretty cool. Have myself a little uh, NFT houseboat, maybe. <laughs> okay, we can get, yeah, that would be pretty fun. Or a spaceship. 
All right. Uh, I got uh, about two more questions for you guys. Uh, going through the roadmap as well, it said that you're going to have a metahumans takeover. Now, are the metahumans going to be a complete separate uh, NFT project aside from the Martians and the Moon Rocks? Is it going to be yeah, a, a set of uh, characters? Yeah. So essentially, uh, the metahumans are a race of elite humans that come crash land onto the planet Gelato and try to steal Moon Rocks from the Mad Martians. Were you stoned when you wrote the storyline? <laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry, what'd you say? I said, were you stoned when you wrote the storyline? <laughs> oh my gosh, bro, the storyline, it, it was, it took like some months to kind of get it right, but I, I don't want to say yes or no. It was pretty funny when I was going through, I was going through that storyline, I was laughing, I'm like, I don't know if these guys are serious or not, but this shit's making me laugh a little bit. Yeah, we wanted to like incorporate that kind of element of not being too super serious because you got to have fun with it, man. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. You know, uh, you have to have a little bit of it. Can't it can't all be serious? You know, you have to have a little bit of a fun factor and that type of appeal to things to really make it work right and for the community to really get behind it. I think. Right. Uh, in regards, in, sorry to cut you off there. In regards to like our story, um, I think what's super interesting is how Luis has a bunch of voice actors working on some animations for us. So, like I said, the possibilities are really endless. We're even uh, taking into consideration whether we want to turn this into an anime series or even if it's just like a few episode film. Um, but when when everyone kind of sees the Martians come to life, I think it's just going to get so much cooler. So you're going to be making a Moon Rocks Millionaire's DAO. What's the thought process behind this, and how's it going to work? Did Did you say DAO? Yeah, your DAO. I'm sorry, I'm coughing here. So I'm a part of a DAO where um where we uh, successfully have a cartoon series coming out, and we have a lot of people involved from Hollywood already. And uh, the DAO for the Moon Rocks at this time. I'm just really going to let it kind of lay itself out over time and see who's going to be a part of it at what level. Because I've been through a DAO before and I've seen where those challenges come into play, I may I may want to guide this DAO a little bit different due to my background in Hollywood. I may be more aggressive at the Hollywood aspect of making this into a DAO. So right now it's just very early, too early to really see a commitment. Okay. Yeah, and definitely with the with the huge players we have on hand, we want to make sure we take everything into account before we make a decision. And then you know it gets put into the <laughs> automated DAO, and uh, yeah, that could that I mean a DAO can really make or break you. So we don't want to rush too much into that um, without making sure we've like properly evaluated and assessed the situation. All right. Um... The last thing that I have for you guys, um, what sets your project apart from other projects that are creating metaverses? It's the moon rocks. The moon rocks themselves have the ability to really interact and have ability to pivot and scale into other projects. As time goes on, the moon rocks themselves are not just owned or beholden by the Mad Martians or the Metahumans. As more and more NFT projects come online, 
there will be NFT projects that have a perfect situation where we may do a collaboration and provide moon rocks to their collaboration. Perhaps your moon rock at a value. And instead of us, you know, th this is so versatile. It has such flexibility. I could go on and on just about that aspect alone. The other thing that matters to me a lot is the team. The team I'm surrounding myself with is going to have so many different areas where we want to pull it into. Some people that are heavy hitters, perhaps from the music world, whether it's Hollywood, music, or television, or cartoons, and even in coin developers and video games. Um, in the end, I want to have a footprint in all the different avenues that these provide. A token, a game, a metaverse game, a cell phone game, something as simple as Candy Crush. Candy Crush. The larger the community, the, the more of a budget allows us to bring in developers, the more developers we can bring in, the more products we can provide, the more products we can provide, the larger we can grow the brand. The brand and the recognition and the growth starts to turn into something really, hopefully, so large. Nothing stops us from growing into different avenues. And, uh, and there's a lot of value behind that. It's the IP of the Moon Rocks, the Mad Martians, the Metahumans, and a couple other things that we can't share at this time. I know this... I don't know if I'm um, interpreting it correctly, but you're almost trying to make the moon rock like the NFT Bitcoin, if, if I'm kind of comprehending this properly, right? In a way, in a way, it's definitely going to be a hot commodity, kind of like, uh, I don't know if I want to say Bitcoin, um, just because, the, <laughs> I mean, I, like I, kind I, of, I, I get it and I like it. I like what he means, though. I get it. Yeah, yeah I definitely. get it. Yes, yes. Um, the NFT Bitcoin is a is a nice is a nice term for it. Um, I see where you're going with it. Nothing stops us from being able to, you know, if there's another mint that has anything to do with outer space, immediately it would behoove both of us. It would be intelligent for us to go to them and them to say, hey, we want moon rocks in our mint. Now our moon rocks aren't gonna be the primary elements in their mint they're doing intergalactic wars or star wars or whatever it is but if we can provide help solutions and the moon rocks on your planet or your whatever it is that's a win-win for everybody our entire metaverse and theirs or if it's a combined action um i would bet heavily that we're going to figure this out as time goes on i think that's a true partnership as opposed to with a lot of nft um they do collaborations. They might do co-marketing, but right. I not necessarily say there's like a lot of true partnerships because both sides have to mutually benefit from a partnership. So I could see how you guys kind of have like, you know, you have that dialed in a little bit more so than uh, other projects. And I think that's very advantageous. Thank you. I appreciate that. So anybody have any questions for the guys here? If you want to ask or, uh, you know, pick their brains a little bit before we wrap up. Oh yeah. So Lewis, is that how you say your name, Lewis? Yeah, that's cool. What's up? Well, so I mean, you 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 spoke a little bit about yourself and your experience with VR, AR, cinema, um, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I, I I'm like I'm really interested in in, in connecting with you uh, about a lot of that. Um, but also like, um. 
Like, how, like, who do you think, like, do you think there's going to be any leader in, in the VR space that will become a standard or, um, I mean, do you think there's enough space for, for all the companies and, you know, all AR and VR, uh, to grow, um, and and what kind of impact do you think the the expanse and the and the 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 improvement of technology um, will bring towards hu- humanity and and how we interact with each other? This this is a fun experience of trying to predict the future, and I've been able to to be at the bleeding edge of a couple things, and I and and I hope you message me. I hope we continue a relationship, and I hope we can continue talking about these these ideas we have right because these ideas we interpret into uh, execution can we execute on these ideas and as human beings as people as we are um we can make cool shit and we can make cooler shit when we have people around us with like-mindedness and if you have like-mindedness and if you can find funding never in the history have i ever seen we don't have to develop on venture capitalists we don't have to depend on um, people to fund us or angel funders. If we make something that the public loves, they've got our back. And I, I've experienced this firsthand. I've did a, I've done a couple kickstarters. One of my kickstarters was for a movie called Chuck Hank and the San Diego Twins. And in our Kickstarter, uh, we had such a following because of something we made that we sold at Sundance in a movie I made, an independent movie called bellflower we sold bellflower we sold it to m uh, we sold it to mca from the beastie boys unfortunately he passed away of throat cancer but our independent movie gave us an access to a world of a fan base that gave me my first experience what fans can do for you and it's a very magical thing that your fans will in, will basically support you we did a kickstarter they gave we asked for sixty thousand dollars they gave us $130,000. We oversold by double. It was such a wonderful experience to have that kind of funding that we didn't have to give them points on the movie. They just wanted to see a rad movie. They got different incentives and perks. And it was my first experience to see you can have a following the fan base. There are people who love the stuff you do. You just don't know where they are. They're probably not in your city. They're in another state and they resonate with you or even another country. I think NFTs are the same thing. We all have like-mindedness. We will find our tribes and our people throughout the world and we will find it through cryptocurrencies as opposed to these different banks and systems that kind of limit us on different variations. I don't have to go down that path. To answer your question on how are we going to be, you know, for the headsets and stuff, my vision is pretty simple. The metaverse is already the metaverse already exists. Video game developers of today that we appreciate and pour all this money into, they're going to make it the best. They're going to make it the most aggressive, and they have the biggest budget to go with it. I'm talking about the PlayStation developers of the world, Xbox video games. Nintendo will probably make one of the coolest metaverses if they want to step into the space, which they likely will at some point in time. That'll be so entertaining and and fun. I don't think we're gonna have one single headset at our at our disposal. I really think we're gonna have multiple headsets, multiple ways of exploring, multiple different experiences. However, you want to look at it. You don't just have most gamers have 
maybe two consoles or even three, or at least a couple that are old that they've been through, right? It's very common to have a PlayStation and an Xbox. It's also common to have all three, Nintendo and what have you. So make no mistake, perhaps we will have an Oculus headset and a Vive by Valve. And what I really look forward to is what Ed Mason is making, who's with OniForce and Frogland. He has his own headset. He has his own system, his own operating system. It's going to be to the masses of the NFT space where we're going to be able to support a project on a headset that'll allow us to import our metaverse spaces or our NFTs into an agnostic headset that is not owned or run by a corporation that may have disappointed us because they like stealing our information. We may pivot. We may even turn away from the big trillion-dollar company that has been very disappointing to all of us. What I know is this. The masses are coming. The corporations are getting involved. Ticketmaster is going gung-ho. The Dallas Cowboys, my background, is going gung-ho. And NFL, sports, they're all getting into the NFT space. That'll onboard the masses. And it's the IP that we provide for our friends to hang out with in the headsets or the cell phones or however we communicate. It'll be funner to Zoom in the metaverse than to Zoom on the shitty platform that Zoom provides today or that Microsoft provides today. Somebody's going to provide a great platform for us to be able to bring in our own avatars and be goofy and still get to work. Hey, I'm going to have a Zoom call at 3 p.m. Are you gonna, what, what are you going to use? Let's just use that open platform. I don't even want them to see my face. I want them to see you know, my, my board ape or this or that. It's going to be a flex. It's going to be showing off. And the dangers of the technology of what's happening today in the, in the medicine world, the fact that they can make really bad chemical medicines today that can affect us in the future, I don't want us to go through another COVID event. I don't. But if we do, we'll be better prepared than ever to be able to monetize the system where we can be in the metaverse and at least you know, financially have income, depend less on the traditional ways until, you know, until it's safe and healthy to go back out again. I think that's the future of what's happening. Yeah, we'll definitely be able to run businesses and stuff through VR capabilities in very near future. Are already happening. Right. <laughs> yeah, my friend works for, um, what is it, Facebook? They work, they, they work for Facebook. They, uh, they, her job is to create digital offices for their employees. <laughs> that's that's her, her only job is to digitally create offices for all of their office workers. So did I miss anything that you guys wanted to mention about your project? I uh, tried my best to get into everything. If there's something I missed, please share it with us. Look, we're a small team of ambitious creators, designers, developers, and people that just want to do something rad. Please follow us in the Discord. Follow us in Twitter. Follow us in Clubhouse. I'm happy to talk with anybody about their ideas. We're all, we're all just the same human, you know, people. But your ideas are valid, and sometimes they're so good. If you want to give me a good idea and you'll let me develop on it, I'm right here and I'm listening and I will write that shit down. And if I could make it happen, I'm, I mean, my team is ready. Like we want to do something rad that everybody really enjoys. I hope that, uh, I hope that comes through clearly. Very awesome. 
All right, so we're uh, we're approaching. Well, we're actually past the top of the hour. Um, I guess we'll wrap it up. I, I just want to thank you guys for coming out, uh, talking with the community. I hope we were able to uh, bring you a pretty good size space here. Um, it was a little bit earlier than we normally do them, but um, you know, I hope we were able to bring you a, a good enough audience where you could talk and share your project. Uh, the website for these guys is moonrocksofficial.io. Um, their whitelist is starting up, so jump on their Discord, talk to them, get added to it. Um, thanks a lot, guys, for coming out. I'm really looking forward to your project. I'm going to have to buy some Solana and uh, get myself involved with this because I, I really like where things are going. I'm not too, uh, too, too in tune with VR, but Aiden over here is uh, pretty much a, a VR aficionado, so I'm sure he'll help me with learning the ropes and stuff. So just wanted to thank you guys again for coming out. Really appreciate it. Definitely. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, <clears throat> especially thank you Astro Zero and Elon One for setting this guys up. Um, and I just really appreciate you guys giving us the time to speak with your followers, your community, just to share our vision and what we have coming up with this incredible project and super awesome team that we've been grinding to build. But um, I also look forward to definitely checking out uh, Astro Zero. It's a gasless NFT marketplace. That sounds awesome. So <laughs> I definitely want to pick your guys' brains um, another time whenever I get the chance. And hopefully we're both free. But once again, thank you so much for having us here, guys. Sure. We'll, uh, we'll shoot you over our Telegram link if you want to stop by and talk with our community in Telegram. Um, we are not anti purchasing nfts from other uh blockchains and stuff like that so just keep that in mind as well like i said i will be purchasing some solana because i want to i want to get involved with this metaverse this one looks very kick-ass so i'm uh, super stoked for you guys and uh just thank you again um i appreciate the hour of your time coming out here and talking to everybody thank you thank you thank it was you. nice meeting you guys by the way yeah, you guys just... yeah it's, it's very uh thank you guys again serendipitous it, it it seems i i feel i feel like a great uh, propensity for collaboration with uh, be, between us but we'll, we'll see as that as, as time goes on reach out, reach out please don't forget we we need i already did yeah. i sent you a message on twitter sweet man thanks let me figure it out now yeah buddy I, i'm excited you guys are awesome all right everybody well have a great weekend thank you so much again Thanks again. It was great hearing from you guys. Loved it.